Welcome to the Ben and Colin Show. I'm Ben. I'm Colin. Let's start the show. Oh, hello and welcome to the Ben and Colin Show. Ben, uh, what'd you guys do for the fourth? Uh, we went downtown and watched the fireworks and hung up by the pool for the day and just had a good old American fun. That sounds good. How were the fireworks down in the down at the riverfront this year? Pretty awesome. It was like 30 minutes. I figured it would only be like 15 or 10, but it was a long time. It kept going, kept going. It lasted so long, Luke started to fall asleep. Now, do they do they have a barge out on the river or do they like just set yes. them off on the bank? They have a barge out there. They used to do that in Metropolis. Yeah. Now they now they just set them off um on the bank, I think. Um April and took the kids uh the other night to the Metropolis ones. And she said, as soon as they were over, it just come a downpour, um, which thankfully they were parked pretty close. So they didn't get wet too wet, but, uh, but yeah, so, but, but they got them in. So that's the, you know, that's the important thing. A good deal. I was amazed at the amount of people that would like leave right in the middle of it, you know, cause you always wait for the finale, like the boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 you know, all those. And there was tons of people like leaving halfway through. That is weird. I wonder why, what's the point of that? I wonder, um, I, uh, so I we, we kind of, we kind of touched on it last time that we were going to talk about it, but let's, let's talk about the flash, uh, the movie, the Ezra Miller movie and okay. that's been out for a few weeks now. So spoilers ahead for those of you that have not seen it. Um, Ben, what were your takeaways? What'd you, what'd you like? What'd you not like? Did you like it? I mean, I know you're not a DC apparently guy at all, have, but uh, apparently those that wanted to see it have seen it. <laughs> right. They're not going to see, you know, more people are going to see it apparently. Uh, it's, it's struggling. It's struggling. Yeah. It's not even made. I don't even, I don't even think it's made 200 million yet. Has it, or is it? I don't know. I hadn't, I hadn't looked, honestly. I don't know. I hadn't looked. Uh, you know, I've texted you after I saw it and I stand by this. If you take the Michael Keaton, 1989 Batman out of it, it's not worth seeing, um, to me. I agree. No, uh, I agree with that. I feel like I agree, it, I, I, I agree with that. He kind of made it. You know, I agree with that. Well, well, they um, they made a huge crucial error with the uh, with the announcement that they would not um, include any of this in the next M- uh, DCU or whatever you want to call it. So by doing that, they've made this movie meaningless. I mean, it's just pointless. There's just for pure hundred percent entertainment because now it means nothing for the future DCU. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, so the way I understand it, I think they were going to try to use this movie as a way to explain why everything is different. Um, but I don't think like they're going to go with like I don't think they're going to go with George Clooney being Bruce Wayne um, and all that stuff. I don't think that stuff's going to stick. Did you know that they filmed it with Michael Keaton being the Batman at the end? I did. I saw that. I thought that was that was incredible that they kept that Clooney thing under wraps like they did. Um, speaking of all the cameos in that movie, um, a lot of ba- a lot of Superman uh, cameos. They had like a CGI George Reeves uh, in his universe, CGI Christopher Reeves in his universe, CGI Helen Slater in that same universe. Although they never appeared on screen together. Um, but I think the big one that I was most excited about was uh, Nick Cage uh, as Superman, you know, because I thought that was really cool what they did where um, I don't know if you know a lot of the history behind that, but he was supposed to be Superman in a movie called, uh, what was it, Superman Reborn, I think. And he was going to fight a giant I spider. Know, I just know Tim 
Tim Burton was going to be the director is all I know. That's um, really, truly all I know about it. Yeah, he, he was going to be, because, you know, Nick Cage is a huge Superman fan, and he was going to be Superman. And he the main writer was, like, all about, for some reason, giant spiders. And so he was going to fight a giant spider. So, of course, now in this Flash movie, he was fighting a giant spider, which was kind of a nod to that. But what's interesting is um, one of the things that killed that Superman movie was the fact that the head writer was so hell-bent on having this spider be the main villain, which is is really ridiculous because, I mean, Superman doesn't have a spider as a main villain. You know, you got Luthor, Metallo, all these guys. But but he, he was hell-bent on this spider, so they ended up firing that guy, and it just it turned into a nightmare. But what's funny is that that head writer ended up going and making getting to get his spider as a bad guy in, a, in another movie back around the time that I was supposed to come out. And that movie was wild, wild west with Will Smith. Because if you remember oh, on yeah. that one, yeah, on that one, if you remember the main bad guy, uh, loveless, uh, piloted a giant robot spider, you know? So that was kind of funny. I thought that was a neat, that was a neat little reference for those people that kind of know the history behind that. I thought that was really cool. That was a great movie too, right? Wild, wild west. I enjoyed it at the time. I haven't seen it in a long time, so I doubt it holds up, but I, I liked it at the time. Yeah, absolutely. I was I was being sarcastic for those that couldn't see it in my face. No, I I know you were, I, but I, I did enjoy it at the time. Um, but as far as yeah, as far as like the stuff they did in Flash, I thought it was I thought it was a very enjoyable movie. I thought that um, what's her name, Sasha Calais or how Calle or however you say her name, I thought she was a fine Supergirl. I thought she did all right with that. Uh, it was really cool having Michael Shannon back as uh, General Zod. That was cool. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. You no, know, he's kind of bad. He's kind of bashing that, you know? Um, yeah. Oh, I've noticed. He, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. He's been doing a lot of interviews where he's like, it was pointless for me to be in that movie. And <laughs> it's just kind of weird thought, that he's not I supporting he what he's. I thought he was good in it. I don't know. I mean, kind of a Hugo weaving situation though. Right. Are you talking about like a uh, Hobbit or whatever? Is that what you're talking about? Well, or no, when he uh, Transformers, when he was on Transformers, how he voiced Megatron in the first oh. one. Oh, and crap. Do you not remember all that? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, yeah, Hugo Weaving voiced Megatron in the first Transformers movie, did a whole bunch of bashing on it and stuff, so they replaced him in the in the sequential, you know, sequential movies. Wow. So, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of that no, sort of thing, that. but... No, I thought I thought uh, Michael Shannon returning to Zod, I thought it was great. I, I thought it was cool. It was neat seeing him fight, you know... Uh, Supergirl instead of Superman. I thought it was kind of interesting that they essentially killed Henry Cavill's Superman as a baby. That was pretty. That was pretty Yay. bold. Yeah, whatever. Um, I thought that was that was a pretty bold choice. And and yeah, but I mean, uh, overall, it was really good. And then, like you said, and and to your credit too, it was it was really cool seeing Michael Keaton as Batman again. That was really that was pretty special. It really was. And, and I think they had him in it, you know, about the right amount too, as far as you know, action and all the beating up and stuff he did and, and the lines and stuff. Cause it would have been really easy for him to just be like, Oh, Hey, Michael Keaton's back in one scene, you know, and then just move on. Yeah, I don't know. A lot. Uh, yeah. I think sadly enough, it wasn't enough to, you know, bring enough attention to the film. Uh, I think flash overall was just kind of, it was kind of like a five or a six for me. Okay. But, uh, which means which means that you can watch it maybe twice, maybe. Uh, but Michael Keaton being in it brings it up to like maybe a seven or an eight, maybe just yeah. because his scenes absolutely make it worth anybody that was a Batman fan 
from his era um, would really enjoy it. I mean, I even enjoy the Bruce Wayne parts. I, I wonder that he wears a scarf all the time when he's Bruce Wayne. I wonder if there's any kind of significance to that because I thought it was odd. You, you think know, maybe that's uh, a... every scene he's got a scarf. Yeah, I I don't know. It just kind of occurred to me, and I might not. I might be grasping the straws here. You think maybe that's kind of a nod to uh, Val Kilmer? You know, since he had all of his throat stuff, maybe that's kind of it, like a. I thought it might be Alfred. You know, I thought maybe it was Alfred's scarf or something. Maybe I don't know. Like it could be. I mean, Alfred wore a scarf quite around. a bit. Yeah, he 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 wore one quite a bit in, yeah, in the I, Tim Burton. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's hmm. just. Uh, I think he wore a suit in the Tim Burton movies. Uh, hmm. but I don't know. I don't know what the significance of that was. It might be nothing at all, but I just thought it was weird that every time we saw him when he was regular Bruce Wayne, he had a scarf on, like tied tied around his neck. Yeah. And I was like, what's up with that? But um yeah, I I I mean, you know. Again, spoiler alert, use the skip ahead button if you haven't seen the movie and you want to wait, but uh and wait a second, wait a second. Okay. Um <laughs> they killed him twice. Yeah. You know, uh, the first time when they kill him, he's in that ship and he just goes, he goes out like a freaking champion, but then it doesn't destroy the ship, you know? Right. And you're like, oh, okay, well, that was kind of stupid. Like, it took away, I get they have, like, I guess I, I get that it's extraterrestrial and it has shields and stuff like that, but it took away the magnitude of batman sacrificing himself yeah. because it didn't do anything right you know? and then the second time he died was so epic like it was just absolutely badass <laughs> he you know he ejects himself out of the bat plane and then puts like eight bombs on that one kryptonian and eventually like the kryptonian just keeps getting up keeps getting up and batman ended up putting one on his back of his head and it blew him up eventually you know mm -hmm. and uh he ended up succumbing to his wounds. You know, he, he just basically died on the ground and that's what made Luke cry. Luke started crying. He looked up at me and he was like, Oh, you know, it was just too much for him. And, uh, cause he, you know, cause he got to, cause he got, he got to talk, you know, he got to sure. say, I'm sorry. I can't, he, he, what was so cool about it. And this is just that classic Batman thing versus the stupidity of Superman is that Batman, like literally like as he was dying, he knew, without having to go through all these flash points that that was a pivotal moment that he was going to have to die, you know? And he was like, he goes, yeah, he goes, I can't save you. Can I? And he didn't have to explain it to Bruce. Bruce just goes, no, nah. he goes, you already did, man. You already did. And I was like, ah, you know, like it was just, it was so cool that he is such a badass character that you had to explain nothing to him. You know what I mean? Like he just, right. he just knew. He knew that that was going to be a point in time that you cannot change, you cannot alter, and uh, I thought that was pretty cool. It's kind of like Spider Man uh, into the Spider Verse. It's basically a lot like it. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like you know, to move on to that uh, after after we get done with this because because we had some thoughts on that well, too. I, I I just think as a whole, uh, you know, it was really good uh, with the Batman. Uh, I, I hate that DC is headed in this direction. Maybe James Gunn will save it. Uh, he's doing shows and movies of people I've never even dreamed of hearing of. Like, you oh, know, yeah. I mean, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. 
Yeah. Uh, because obviously DC is not hitting the mark, period. But neither is Marvel, to be fair, right now. Marvel's not either. So we're and in a I've, very I, weak I, I've got water. I've got some yeah, I got I got some things to add to that too. Uh but um but no, I'll tell you the bottom line for me, the biggest detractor from the Flash movie for me is just how weird of a dude Ezra Miller is. Yeah, he is very strange. Oh, I just I mean, I mean, you know, and I understand that he's kind of supposed to be that awkward. And and this is and this is dumb and and I know that we quit watching after the first few seasons. But to be Barry Grant Gustin from the Arrowverse series is Barry Allen to me. Um, I just I think you I think Arrowverse he, are you referring to the Flash show? Yeah, yeah, the same. Yeah, I think I think he he's Barry Allen. Like I don't see Ezra Miller as the definitive Flash. Um, just because I think again, I just think Ezra is just such an awkward actor. Um, and I understand some of that is supposed to be like that. Like a lot of the stuff when he was uh, his I was younger say, self. Is that, is that a choice or is that? Is that I, choice or is he I, acting that way? I you see, I thought he was weird in the Justice League movie and and uh what all the other ones that he was in. I thought I thought he was just a very awkward, awkward actor. I don't know. I mean, that's just probably me being more critical than I should be, but um yeah, let's move on to Marvel. Um State of Marvel, like you were saying. Um, you're right. They've they've really been falling short. Have you watched any Secret Invasion yet? No. So I do. I did watch. Uh, I did get the opportunity to watch the first two episodes. Uh, I think that's all that's out right now, um, dude. And I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm a little disappointed that people are sleeping on this show. It's 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 pretty intriguing. Um, it's a whole lot to pack into a series because I mean it's talking about you know this secret secret invasion uh, of the scrolls coming in and basically infiltrating all facets of of humanity and, and it all. Which I mean, you I don't I, you you probably won't like this part, but it all kind of ties into the promise that Nick Fury made to him during uh, Captain Marvel the movie um, when he said, you know, me and Carol Danvers are going to find you guys a planet, you know, and uh, or die trying. Well, the story this the 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 summary is basically without giving too much away, Nick Fury got blipped before he could find a planet. So these scroll are yeah. just kind of trapped, I don't know, in space or like on this colony somewhere that's very hostile to them. Um, but anyway, they're kind of trapped and they don't think they'll ever see Fury again. So they kind of do that, start to do their own plans on how to survive as a people. And of course, those plans basically end up meaning to kind of take over Earth. Um, man, like I said, they're doing some really big things. It feels pretty big budget for a tv show to me uh first two episodes i thought were pretty solid honestly so you ought to give it a shot when when is this supposed to be i mean like because last time we saw nick fury he's in a spaceship with them he came back he comes back to earth because he gets a message from talos the guy that ben mendelson guy um he uh he gets a message from him saying hey we need you back something's up so he's back from saber so he's he's back to Earth for the first time in however many years. I don't know. I mean, it's been at least five, obviously, because he just got unblipped. But well, and he came back, I guess, for the funeral of Tony. He has uh, he's been gone for a while, that they say, and then he just now all of a sudden kind of comes back. Now that things have gotten really bad, really pretty interesting. I'm telling you, I, I I've kind of enjoyed the first two episodes. I'm, I'm I wasn't I wasn't huh. expecting to. I wasn't. 
I was setting myself up for failure, but I was pleasantly surprised that it's pretty, pretty decent show. And it just feels, it just feels big, you know, it feels big. Like just the scale of it just seems really, really large. And it'll be interesting to see where they go with this. And again, with Jonathan majors and all his Kang, maybe not being in the Marvel stuff anymore. Cause all these allegations and stuff, it's going to be really interesting to see where they go in the future uh, of the MCU. Well, he won. I think he won his first court battle. So I don't know uh, what's going to happen there. Like, do you leave an accused guy in the movies, or do you, in this woke world do you take him out? You know what I'm saying? I yeah, mean, I mean, I, and that's and that's the thing because because and we've talked about this on previous episodes, but normally it's supposed to be you know innocent until proven guilty. But as soon as people start accusing you of stuff when you're in Hollywood, it's guilty until proven innocent is what it is. And even when you're proven innocent, you're not necessarily in the clear because like a good example is Justin Roiland, the guy that made that Rick and Morty show. Um, yeah. He's, you know, he's all over that. And he made that, that game high on life. He's, you know, he's all over that too. He had a lot of people come out and accuse him. Well, they ended up dropping the case for insufficient evidence, um, which don't get me wrong. He might've done the stuff he was accused of. I don't know. But the, but the short version is he got fired from adult swim. He got fired from his game company. And they're going to move on with all that stuff without him. And and he was never officially convicted of everything. So it's just kind of, it's a problem. It's it's a big deal. And and, well, and I don't know what the answer is. I, I think, well, there used to be this old method that uh, some of these founding father guys, I think it's what they're called, figured out. And it's letting the people decide, you know, yeah. let the people make their decisions. So, I mean, like if, if people out there in the world don't want to watch Jonathan majors because he quote unquote, accosted people or beat up people, whatever, beat up women, then don't go see the movie. Yeah. But I, I mean, okay. And there is a, there is a flip side of that. Like, okay, well, why give this guy millions of dollars if he did that? I, I agree. That's a tough, it's a tough discussion. But what I'm saying is just like with the Bud Light situation going on right now, you know, if you don't like what they did with this, uh, whatever person they gave a, they gave a single can of Bud Light to, if you don't like that, don't drink Bud Light. You know, like that's a different situation. That person is just a transgender person, but this is like a dude beating up women supposedly. (laughs) So allegedly. And and well, yeah, you have to say that because we don't know. I mean, right. that's the thing too, is uh, not to go down this rocky road here, but like, what is the limit of the statute of, lim- statute of limitations? Like what, how long can you go before you can be like, he punched me in the face. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, sexual allegations is one thing, but like physical abuse is even shorter of a span. I think, you know, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, we've seen videos of football players that have just punched their wife right in the face and they've, you know, played football again, you know, but I tell mm-hmm. you somebody that's never really recovered is Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah. Yeah. Boy, where is he? He's over in London right now fighting for his court cases. I mean, oh, he's, he is. He's been, yeah, I, wow. yeah. I saw an article on him just the other day and it's just kind of like, geez, Mel Gibson survived and he made it, you know, he barely, made, I say he survived. Yeah, I say he survived because he doesn't make A-list movies anymore. Like no. they're all B-list, you know. Like, and some of them are actually pretty decent. I've I've seen some of them, but uh, he, yeah, he he made it, but he didn't make it 
like you remember when you remember when Robert Downey Jr. tried to defend him at, at uh like the Oscars or something? Oh yeah. It was like it was pretty soon after it happened. He was like, My dear friend Mel Gibson, he helped me get over drugs and alcohol and let's give him a second chance too, or something something like that. It was something, you know. And right. some people were kind of like, Okay, and then other people were like, Hell no, you know, but yeah. uh I don't know, man. It's a slippery slope. So this Jonathan Majors thing, they have several movies based around him. What do you do now? I mean, he's, he is your big bad, you know, um, which, and, and, re- and not to replace him. I mean, not, I don't think you can as Kang, you have to make a new character, right? I mean, you could technically say a variant, but here's the problem at the end of what was it? Was it, uh, was it the multiverse movie? This, uh, Dr. Strange two, where they showed like Kang yeah. world. And so all the variants look like Jonathan majors. I mean, how can you, how can you put that in the movie and make it make sense? It looking like somebody else all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Well, yes. Especially with this multiverse thing, they've shot themselves in the foot by making them all look like him. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. Whereas with all, the, all the Batmans, all the Supermans, all the other Marvel, I don't think, Marvel's never been recast though, has it? Like I don't think anybody's been recast in Marvel. Uh, not, I mean, Rhodey. You know? Rhodey's the only one I can think of, but that was just because. Oh Howard, yeah, yeah, good, you know? good, good catch on that. But still, so one major character or minor character, whatever you want to call it, has been recast in Marvel. But like the main movie title characters have all remained the same actor, whereas DC is replaced. You know, Batman, 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 Superman, 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 you know, uh, oh, well, Spider-Man has been different, but it's not that it's not the MCU, you know, like they, right. They well, fix that by making it, they, they, they fixed it by making multiverse. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought Spider-Man up. What did you think about across the Spider-Verse? I think you guys are blowing it way out of proportion. <laughs> I, I, I think it was, I think it, well, I, I knew the minute you text me, I was like, oh, here we go. He's going to really praise the hell out of it. It was good, but I mean, it's not like lose your mind over. I mean, it, no, it, was, it was good. I just. No, you're right. Go ahead. I'm listening. I, well, okay. I was, I, I, I'm just saying like, I'll, I'll hear you out. I mean, I'm not arguing that it was a bad movie. It, it was not a bad movie. Right. In no way was it a bad movie. It's just not, I'm not going to give it the high praise that you and guys like Brock give it like you know brock was like it's so much better than the first one it's uh, i disagree but 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 it's good movie so, so I you mean, like the first one you like the first one better than this one then? honestly yes i do and that's because i knew the uh that's not really that fair to say either but it had more peter parker in it and i'm just no chance i'm a no change og kind of guy you know yeah, and that makes sense, this yeah. one had peter parker in it but but it but it wasn't it had i mean it kind of goes back to my sort of like reverse remember my reverse racism thing like there was like there's a mexican peter park or a there's a mexican Indian. spider-man there's a black latino whatever yeah there's oh, a yeah, no mexican yeah, yeah, right. a black Oscar latino Isaac. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you're like, right there's only one white there's only one white spider-man in the movie and he gets like three minutes of screen time <laughs> and again not a big deal but that th- my favorite spider-man is Peter Parker, the one sure. we all know. And he gets a little bit, but not much. And then I'm just not a big Miles Morales. I just don't really care about his story. Don't really care about him. I, I know they're going to go down that path. I know they are. But yeah, it, it, the movie looks great. It was fun. They left you hanging big time. Mm-hmm. But I still think the first 
the first one was better in my opinion. And maybe this part two will make me change my mind on that. You know, I thought it was, I uh, just, I, I, again, well, they doubled down on the, uh, different art styles based on what universe they were in, you know? And I thought that that was all really neat. Like, that's cool. um, Oh yeah. I mean like when well, Renaissance Vulture was there and he looked like a Renaissance piece of art and, and uh, of course, well, see, and I didn't really like spider punk, but his, his art, his art style looked exactly like the comic books and, and same as with um, uh, Spider-Man 2099 and stuff like that. I thought that was all, all really, really neat. Um, I don't know, man, this, this one to me, uh, and I don't know if I just really like that song at the end of the credits or like the sequence of the of the artwork of him running and just the meaning of him just constantly running. Cause I mean, that's Spider Man or that's Miles Morales, Spider Man. He's just always running from somebody. Um, I don't know, man. It just really was, it just really struck a chord with me. It was, it was really poignant, really uh, deep, kind of meaningful to me. Um, that whole sequence. And, and like I said, in the, I thought the music was good. And I just, I really enjoyed this one. I thought it, I thought it really uh, improved a lot on the first one. Not that the first one was bad at all. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. I don't like, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's like the best animated movie I've ever seen, but um, April and I were actually talking. It was probably better than most things that Pixar's come out with in the past five years. Oh, okay. I was just saying, yeah. I was like, where, what, careful where you're going with that. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of times too, I'm such a guilty, uh, I'm guilty by association by like guys like you praising it to high heaven. And then it makes mm-hmm. me like it less for some reason. I don't know why, but like it just, when I hear people be like, oh, you've got to see this movie, you've got to see, I'm like, yeah okay you know it just kind of i lose the yeah. steam there uh, and that that's that's a flaw of mine i'm admitting that it's like you know just me being a prick i guess but like <laughs> you guys like hyped it up so much i already i'd already seen it you know like but what you you know i saw it way before you did and when you yeah. saw it you text me and you were like work of art or something like that i'm just kind of like it was good i mean yeah. you know that's what i have to say that's what i have to say i mean it's i, I don't have many complaints yeah, uh, I, I wish there was a little bit. Like, well, I mean, like I said, I wish there was a little bit more Peter Parker in it. Um, or, and I know they're saving it for the second part, probably, maybe not. But bring back the other characters from the first one, the other Spider Man, you know, Spider Verse yeah. people, you know, uh, which I, they are a couple of them. I, I know, but yeah, because Penny and Noir, I mean, and I'm sure Spider Ham will be back, and so I mean, yeah, saying, all, oh, that worked you know. the first time. Yeah. That worked yeah. the first time, you know, so. Don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, yeah. the one thing I will say, and, and I disagree with you on is the music. I, I think the music is so overhyped and uh, like the volume of it is so loud that like, it, they, it's like watching a MTV show. You're trying to listen to the dialogue and music's blaring over the top of it just because they're promoting new music and stuff. And that's what yeah. it felt like to me. Like I, I just, I get it's an artsy. It is an artsy type, you know, take on it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. there's no, there, there, I'm not, I'm not saying that was bad. It's just that I wouldn't have, I don't, I prefer it to where I can hear what they're doing and, you know, hear what they're saying. Cause it's, I, of course I watched a screener version of it, so I didn't see it in theaters. So I don't oh, okay. know if the music is, I don't know if the music is as loud. It was when we went and saw it, they, they cranked it up in our oh. theater. I mean, like, like okay. Luke complained it was too loud. And, but I was like, Oh man, I love you, when movies are cranked, dude. I love that. I love no. it. 
I'm not against the movie being cranked, but when you're playing some like 2018 rap song over a, a, a chase scene or something and they're talking and stuff, you can't hear it. Like during a battle, they're like, oh, yeah. you know, it's just like, you're just like, well, I can't hear what's going on. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, where's the right. John Williams? You know what I mean? Sure. He's, so, he's busy doing Indiana Jones, which uh, is another thing. I, yeah, have you seen uh, it yet? I have not. Have you? No. I, uh, I did, however, do a uh, – recently I went and uh, watched all the old ones again. Um, well, just we're, kinda... on, uh, we're on uh, Last Crusade. Uh, we, oh, okay. We watched the first two. I've got about I've got about 20 minutes left of Crystal Skull, but I have some thoughts I was going to share um, <laughs> with, the, with the audience and with you. Um, I'll start with Raiders. Did you did you go and look for the C-3PO and R2-D2 hieroglyphics? No. I didn't even did know, you even know thing. I was going to say, yeah. So uh, the scene where Indy and Sala are first lifting the Ark out of the box that they got it in, you know, there's uh, a hieroglyph of C-3PO and R2-D2 behind Indiana Jones, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Raiders, I, Raiders, I no is just, Raiders is just a classic movie. Um, I, I, I almost, I, I will say I almost regret starting to watch it with the boys because it's rated PG. Of course, this, I didn't think this is before PG-13 and um, <laughs> just that first scene where, Oh, they're going, you know, they're going after the, the fertility statue. Um, and Satipo, the guy that, uh, that uh, Alfred Molina plays at the beginning, um, ends up getting speared, you know, with the spears going through him. And yeah. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's pretty violent. Uh, <laughs> and then the other guy getting all the needles in his back, you know, um, just little stuff like that. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, hopefully that doesn't mess him up too bad. Uh, which they ended up just kind of losing interest about halfway through the movie anyway. But um, no, it, Raiders is just kind of your classic. It's your classic Indiana Jones movie. It was very good. I mean, it started it all. Um, it's not my favorite of the of the saga of the of the series, but it's it's right up there. I mean, what did, did you you liked Raiders? Obviously, didn't you? Oh yeah, I love all of the Indiana Jones. Uh, I, uh, my favorite's Last Crusade. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. I, I would actually probably go reverse. I think Last Crusade's my favorite. Temple of Doom is my second. Raiders is my third. And then Crystal Skull is somewhere in the atmosphere, somewhere behind that. Uh, <laughs> and then I don't know about, the, I don't know about this Dial of De Destiny yet. It's a stupid name, but, um, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see what, we'll see what happens with it. But I, I've, uh, I mean, I've heard pretty decent things. You know, yeah. like I've heard if you're an Indiana Jones fan, you're going to walk away satisfied, which leads me to believe they don't kill him, which is good. It had a crap like, opening. Uh, it had a crap opening weekend. I do know that. I think it made like eighty something million. Did it though? That's what I heard. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it. Uh, I thought it did all right, but 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 it is funny that old. I don't know. You know, if 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 anybody's talked about Indiana or heard about, especially specifically Raiders. You know, the big thing is if if Indiana wasn't even involved then uh the nazis would have found the ark and all got killed anyway so he didn't even really have to be in the movie is the big is the big argument but i'll tell you what after rewatching it i kind of it was analyzing that and not only do i think they would have found the ark anyway if anything indiana uh expedited them finding it by by uh 
you know, doing the staff of raw at the right place, you know, cause they were looking at, if you remember, they were digging in the wrong place cause they didn't have the right height. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. How you're, I don't know that you're right about that. I mean, I know he, he, I know he, he rushed them fine getting it because they got it from him. But I mean, I don't know that I don't, we don't know how long it would have took them to, uh, to find it. I mean, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but it, it would have been quite a while, you know, uh, probably but 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 here's my question and maybe i misunderstand this scene maybe you can explain it to me better no yeah sure after uh so uh does it judge people and kill them or does it kill everybody that looks upon it i think it just kills everybody that looks at it because you know indy made that point wipe the whole world out then probably right i mean it could well, I mean, yeah, if you walk up onto it, but I mean, it's it, it sealed itself though too, so it only opens for so long at a time, and so, that, I, yeah, that's, you know, that's fair. It, it's hard to it's hard to argue that if Indiana wouldn't have been there, then everything would have still gone down the way it did. You know, it's it's hard to argue that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder Which why I, they made Temple of Doom chronological. They made Temple of Doom chronologically before Raiders. Yeah. I wonder why the why that choice was made. Well, and what's funny like, though it, about was it? It wasn't necessary. <laughs> no, I agree. And 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 I've got uh, man, Temple of Doom. I I got a lot of mixed feelings about Temple of Doom. Okay, so yeah, so Temple of Doom. Um, it was. I mean, it had some moments. I'll tell you, my biggest. Uh, I I did have some gripes about it. I think like a lot of people, it's it's one of my less favorite of the Indiana Jones movies. Personally, I know you just said it was your second favorite of them. I mean, if I had to rank them, those three, yeah. Um, it's probably my least favorite of the, of the original trilogy. Here's just some things that I noticed when I was rewatching it. Okay. I thought this was kind of funny at the very beginning, dude, he punches a cigarette girl for no reason, yep. which is no, she got in the way. No, she got in the way. <laughs> he just, but he just flat out punches her in the nose. I, I just thought was that was fight. hilarious. He, he, he was in a fight for his life, dude. You got to punch well, a bitch I mean, every I, now and then, you know I mean? <laughs> Okay, I wish I had, I'm gonna have to get a soundbite of you saying you got to punch a bitch every now and then. Well, I mean, it, she got in the way, bro. I mean, like <laughs> he couldn't, he, he can't help. He was uh, he, he was trying to get that uh, he was trying to get that serum to save his life. And yeah, the antidote. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's thought it was funny. I mean, she was just trying to sell her wares right. and so uh, strike that one from your list. What's next? Yeah, I'm gonna okay. debunk some of these. Okay, all right. Um. I'm not really sure how successful the whole uh, life raft out of the plane maneuver would have been. It was just a little cartoon. Okay, it was a little, ki- car- little cartoony, little cartoony for me. My, my kids cartoony. brought that up. Uh, my kids brought that up. We, we watched it. Uh, like I said, we're, we're rewatching them all together as a family. Uh, first of all, Katie said, claims that she may have never seen Temple of Doom before. She forgot. Like she, She's a big Goonies fan. Oh and yeah. Of course, Goonies comes from kind of stuff like Indiana Jones, for instance, you know. Sure. Um, but anyway, uh, she's a big Goonies fan, and so she loved Data, which is short round, you know. Yeah. Uh, which I can't pronounce the guy's name. What's the guy's name? You know it. Key Key Hu I Quan, I think is how you say it. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, I call him short <laughs> round. Um but I think Temple of Doom is up there for me as far as the Indiana Jones is because that was like one of the first ones I saw as a kid. You know, oh, like yeah, it, was, sure. it was it was around that time, and uh, it just was it, you know it was scary because I'm, I mean Luke was over there like you know hiding behind the pillow sometimes, and 
but he, but he also was like, yeah, come on, get him, Indy. You know, like, yeah. so he was into it. He was very much into it. He said Raiders the lost or, or yeah, Raiders beat it like ten to one, but that's because mm-hmm. it scared him, and he was like, kind of like he was way more into it than he thought he would be. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times for them, it's it's the emotion that plays into it as a kid. So yeah. they they put the emotion on like you know they put it like oh well they killed this character it's it's not my favorite movie you know like toy story three and four they hate those because of how sad they are sure like that's the only reason that's the only reason they just yeah i mean it makes sense yeah. Sad. yeah so uh the, um, the raft out of the plane thing back to that real quick uh yeah it would uh i would say they would survive the raft out of the plane onto the snow more than they would off the cliff that's that's where i'll take that uh I'll say you're fifty percent correct. I, I think okay. that the snow with the raft, if 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 fallen correctly, you know, right, that that would survive. But the the raft off the mountain into the water, no way, dude, no way. Um, so my fifty percent on that one. Still, my absolute biggest gripe with Temple of Doom, um, is Willie Scott. I just, I. Ugh. So, oh, too I, many sidekicks. I, is that what it is? I just, no, I just I hate her as a character. I hate her. I hate her. She, oh, okay. okay. She, I, and I've got I've got some reasons to back this up. So, the very first thing um, that that really bugs me about her, um, of course, is her getting so starstruck by the diamond in Club Obi Wan. Uh, but but her turning down that food when they first get into the village. And Indy even says yeah. to her, "These this is more than these people eat in a week. You should totally eat it." And she doesn't. I, I don't know. I, just, I felt like that was so incredibly disrespectful and ch- and kind of childish. Which I understand. She's a rich woman and 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 is used to nice things and all this stuff. And this is and it was pretty nasty looking. But there should be, I would think, a level of respect there that she should recognize. Um, but go ahead, debunk me. I just think eight out of ten people are not going to eat that. Well, I mean, I just, and who, and really, who could I, blame? I, I would even and, go so. Far, I would even go so far as to challenge you. I don't know that you would eat it. I don't even know what it all had was. Maggots it was pretty and nasty. Stuff on it, dude. It's it pretty was nasty. Like, it was like gunk. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was gross. So, I mean, again, I'm not a big Willie fan either. Like, she's she's annoying, and uh, we all now know that the reason she's in the movie is because of Spielberg. But why were they man, dating or something at the time? I don't... They're they're still married. Oh, I didn't know that. That's Spielberg's wife. Oh, I'll be dang. Okay. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be dang. Wow. Um, I knew I knew something about an actor you didn't know. Yeah, that's impressive. Uh man, all of her screaming, dude. She's just, just constantly screaming. I understand that's her character, but oh just shut up. Shut up. Yeah, like I the don't scene. Dis- I, I, <laughs> the scene when they're I camping. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> the camping scene in particular. But it wasn't is funny. Very, that wasn't I funny mean, it, to you. The funniest part was that Indian Shore Round were still just playing their poker game. Yeah, completely yes, great. And she's just freaking that out. Was great. <laughs> um, another reason that that Willie's the worst is at one point she actively prevents Short Round from helping out Indiana against the big guard toward the end when Indiana's fighting the big guard he's getting choked out or something and short round's like i gotta go help and she's like no you don't she's like actively holding short round back and don't letting you get think the- she's protecting him he's a little kid versus that monster of a dude i mean 
it ends up proving to be helpful, but I'm saying like, yeah. in the, you're going to let, you're going to let Luke and Landon run up there and attack that guy. I mean, I mean, you wouldn't no, no. you wouldn't think no, so. But then again, not. they're not, they're not short round though, dude. And short round was like roundhouse kicking grown men and taking them out the entire movie. So I don't know. I just, I, protect, you know, it was a protecting a child thing. I, well, I look she should have gone way. after, I, she should have gone and saved Indiana. You then. don't, you don't like her as a character and that's why you're nitpicking at it. If it was somebody else, if it was, if it was Ravenwood, you probably would be like, yeah, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I do right. like Marion more than Willie. Um, well, yeah, who doesn't? Boy, they didn't they didn't shy away from the child on child violence either on that, or even just child violence in nope. general. Um, because man, I'll yep. tell you, Oshore Round and the Maharaja really have it out at the end. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. Yep. Uh it's just not something I feel like you'd see in a movie nowadays, you know. No. We're we're too soft now. You can't yeah, hit a woman, so. you can't hit a kid. What's what's up with the world today, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> um but anyway, but I said that overall it was a fun movie. It was just it was just kind of cartoony at parts. Like, and why have they not made a roller coaster? Why have they not made a roller coaster after the minecart? My thing? kids said that. My kids said that they were like, this would be a awesome roller coaster. They said it yes. would be the best ride in Disney World if they, if yes. they made that. Yep. Yes, it would. Why I mean, it's right yep. there. It's low-hanging fruit, dude. Make a make a roller coaster based off the minecart escape. And I mean, then you could do it. I mean, you could do it so good. And I just, I just don't understand why they don't. Yep. That's what my kids said right away. They were just kind of like, holy crap. This looks awesome. That would be a cool ride. And I said, they're going, yeah, I guess it would, wouldn't it? Now the Disneyland ride is mostly based on Raiders, but it's, it's the Disneyland Indiana Jones ride is basically dinosaur but Indiana oh. Jones. Oh, okay. That sounds pretty cool. I haven't watched any yeah, videos it, about it or anything, so I don't know anything about well, don't, it. Why, why would you watch videos on it, Colin? Go experience it for yourself. Well, I mean, I, I probably will. That's why I haven't watched any don't, videos. Don't, uh, yeah, please don't spoil it for yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you. Like, it's It takes the fun away from it. You know, like, um, movies is another thing. It's a whole other topic. We can spoil movies all we want to, but to experience a ride live in person, you need to you need to go ride it. Uh, but, but well, and I guess another thing though, it always kind of bugged me about temple of doom in particular is that Indiana went from on Raiders. It belongs in a museum. And then he now, just, hold on. okay. This is before Raiders. Yeah, it is. But in last crusade during one of the flashbacks, he says on that cross of Coronado, he says it belongs in a museum when it's river Phoenix River Phoenix says that. So he still had that it belongs in a museum thing. Um when he straight up bashes yeah, that's it, kind of one of your yeah, that's kind of one kinda, of your God. writing flaws. Like, you know, like, yeah. why would you not why would you not write? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Well, and it wouldn't be so bad if they just didn't mention museums at all, but like at one point he even says, Oh, the rock would probably just get dusty in some museum. Like that's a bad thing. And like yeah. when when clearly when he's still what a scout in the flash. Hold on, on, wait a second. I, okay. I think in a way, I think in a way, I'm trying to defend it here. I mean, I'm not saying yeah, no, you're wrong. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. I think in a way he was referring to the fact that that town, whether they believed it or not, like it's it was going to bring them a lot more justice than it would a museum, obviously. That's what he's saying. Like he's saying like if he got the, you know, like, because she's like, it's worth millions. And to him, he says, 
his number one concern is getting these kids back and saving this town. Right. And, and, uh, she's all she's thinking is diamonds and money and millions of dollars. Yeah. And he Fortune says, and glory. It'll just just, yeah. It'll end up, it'll end up just being dusty in a museum, meaning that that town means it means way more to that town than it does to, to museums. That's what, I, that's what yeah. I took it as. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I get that. But, I get that. That makes sense. But yes, there is a huge problem with the whole it belongs in a museum versus getting money and prestige for it. So I, I do agree with you there. Um, one thing, too, that I thought was pretty hilarious is at the end of the movie, when they return back to that village, before they give the stone back, before the kids come back, they're, the, the village is already prospering again. Uh, hold on. See, hey, look. <laughs> Yeah, explain this one to me, please. They cleared the evil of the Temple of Doom. They they cleared the evil out, so like it was it was prospering. It was that quick. Life brought brought back myth, you know, through that mythological power or whatever. the The problem was those kids were down there mining and raping the land and everything, you know. And as soon as they stopped all that, you know, the everything started to grow again. It was all magically back. That that's what it was like. To you and I, that rock is just a symbol, right? But like we saw it glow, so it, yeah. it obviously worked. It obviously works some kind of power with the other stones. Yeah. But by itself, it was just their symbolism of like a Buddha or something. You know, it was like a little worship thing they had there. But the evil of the land was the temple, like the all the nasty stuff they were doing down there, pulling people's hearts out and sacrificing them, and you know. So but you they take- they technically didn't need it in that no, they in that little That's shrine. That- you know, that's what I'm saying, though. It was a symbolism type thing like that. That, yeah. that part was a symbolism, but the temple was the real problem. Right. And that's why uh, it would have here, here's what would have helped your problem with this. Mm-hmm. It would have helped if they would have shown the village immediately grow greens and stuff after he took care of all the bad guys in the temple. Uh, it would have it would have helped me if all that would have happened after he returned the stone. Eh, I, again, I, I'm using the stone. In my opinion, I'm using the stone as a symbol, symbolic I- image type thing. I, yeah. I think the the evil was the the evil was the clan down there worshiping all the whatever crap that was. Well, once they ridded of that, the evil of the land was gone. Kind of like Sauron or, or Sauron, yeah. you know, or whatever. Which one is it? Sauron. 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 Uh, 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 Here's something else that's pretty funny um, about Temple of Doom. I remember them showing that movie to us at daycare. Yep. And, and I remember I always thought that part where he pulled that guy's heart out of his chest was so cool. I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> that was so cool. And it's funny, though, because rewatching it and, like, the guy catching on fire and stuff, I'm like, dang, dude, like, this is violent. And they let us well, just that, watch this at, at daycare. That was back before... That was back before you were woke, Colin. Now you're woke, yeah. and all this stuff is offensive to you. And <laughs> oh, uh, it's not offensive, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it stands out to it stands well, out. Why would you now. think it was cool as a kid and not now? No, I, I do think it's cool now. It's just something okay. that I kind of noticed, right. you know. Um, all, right. all right, well, let's move on to the best one of the of the original trilogy. Yeah, in my opinion, Last Crusade. Um, man, oh man, dude, is Sean Connery not just completely on point in this entire movie? Oh, he makes the movie. I mean, that's uh, one reason. That's that's the main reason why I love it so much. He is, you know, when, when you go back and look at his uh, filmography or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. he doesn't have that many movies. Honestly, like I mean, he really right. doesn't have that many. But the movies that he's in, he makes such a huge, 
uh, what do you call it? His presence is felt so big in those movies that without mm-hmm. him, they would suck. And yeah. so, uh, and and first of all, you're not a James Bond guy technically, but but uh, no, I, I am. You, I, I thought you didn't like James Bond. No, yeah, no, I like James Bond. Oh well, he is the James Bond. I mean, he is James Bond. Like there is no, there is no other. He is the original. He is the best. Uh, it's just a shame that he couldn't have played James Bond with better uh, editing and special effects and things like that. He played it in the '60s and early '70s, and it, film wasn't where it is today. Right, you know, and he wasn't a young man like Daniel Craig today. Or well, I say right. young man, but you know, middle aged guy. Um, but I even loved the uh, Never Say Never Again, where he was James Bond, but it was unofficial. Yeah, uh, uh, I, the I, remake. Yeah, of uh, basically, was it, yeah, it was a remake of Thunderball. Was, I think no, it was basically the remake of uh, uh, Ro- uh, Casino Royale. So they remade that twice. Well, maybe it might be Thunderball. I thought it was Casino Royale, but I was uh, thinking it was Thunderball. I might be wrong. I don't know. I have to look at it. Yeah. Um, either way it's still awesome and he's old sure. you know yeah like he's he's wearing a hairpiece <laughs> you know like uh a couple of uh, a couple of the moments that stood out on me to me on uh, last crusade um and of course the the biggest the best ad lib line in any of the movies is uh she talks in her sleep him saying that um because apparently that was ad-libbed whenever um Oh, they're talking about Elsa and and uh, the guy's got her at gunpoint. The Nazi guy has her at gunpoint and he has got a gun. He's like, I, I'm not going to let him shoot you. And and Sean Connery's back there saying, you know, go ahead. He said, he ain't going to shoot her. She's a Nazi. And, you know, and Indiana says, how'd you know that? And and uh, later, a little bit later, and he says, she talks in her sleep. Of course, that's when Indiana Jones finds out they both slept with the same woman, which, again, is such a hilarious running gag. Um, you're right. You're right. It was based off Thunderball. You're right. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, but no, yeah, but the, she talks in her sleep line was, uh, supposedly an ad lib from Connery and they all just, of course, the first time he said it, they all just cracked up laughing. And so they left it in the movie, which is pretty cool. It's pretty, it's, it's hilarious. Um, and then I love the part where they're at the book burning. Um, I love the part where they're at the book burning and Indy confronts Elsa and he's got her, he's got her neck in his hand. And he says, all I have to do is squeeze. And I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, that's badass, dude. I was like, that's badass. Um, and then, and then, I mean, and tell me, though, that it wasn't hilarious when he's dressed up as the ticket guy on the blimp and he throws the Nazi guy out and all the people are, like, shocked. And he said, he didn't have a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was great. He just um, you know, he goes, no ticket. Like, he's yeah, no ticket. That's what he goes. <laughs> No ticket. No. <laughs> um, oh man. And I'll tell you, I about fell on the floor because I, I had forgotten a whole lot about Last Crusade. It'd been a long time since I've seen any of these movies. And um, dude, him getting Hitler's autograph. I just I just think that's such a, a great joke. I think maybe uh those movies uh this is kind of a weird thing to say those movies hit at a perfect time when you're young and you, you don't really judge them too much. And that's why we're so judgmental on crystal skull. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, because, be. because, because those three movies are so plain, but so fun and so mm-hmm. simple and yet they're deep at, yeah. at crystal skull. I think we were in our, I mean, you know, gosh, what, what year was that? like? Oh, eight or something like that. It was like, 
uh, mid two thousands, right? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, in my, yeah, yeah, I'm in my late, I'm I'm in my late twenties at that point, and it just it didn't hit me the way the first three do. You know what I mean? And it, yeah, it was always. So does that does that does that make you worry that maybe uh, yes. that Dial of Destiny won't be good either? Yes, I mean, I mean, because to. I'm all look. Okay, one thing we didn't talk about the Flash real quick, and I and I, I've already heard about this from Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. is the CGI was horrendous in Flash. It was awful, awful yeah. CGI. Like the actors, the cameos you're talking about. I, I hate to rehash all this, but the cameos you're talking about didn't hit me hard at all because I'm watching them and their faces look like just straight up cartoons. Like oh they yeah, look, yeah. It was it was awful. I awful. agree with that. I agree and with that. They had two something years to get this film looking good. And what's yeah. up with the whole like when he runs, he like does this before he starts running. What was that? And why did he look like he was slow when he was running fast? I feel like I feel like showing super speed both on TV and in movies is apparently the hardest thing in the world because I don't feel like anybody gets it right. Um yeah. Cause even when, cause like even when it shows them running really fast, you know, blah, 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 it looks dumb. Yes, but I think that's part of the CGI, though, dude. I think the CGI yeah. was just horribly done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, not to rehash on that. But for those that watch the Flash, tell me that I'm wrong because I mean, like, <laughs> it. I, I get where, like, of course, I despise with all my being Superman. So, like, for a guy like you, it was probably pretty cool, even though you've never seen the movies of the previous Superman. Uh to see that which that's the ironic thing about colin is he's a huge superman fan but he's never seen the 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 uh christopher, christopher even, so. <laughs> anyway so it's character flaw. I, I get it but uh anyway um they just they look so horrible and like you can't tell me that they couldn't have done a better job with that having said all that I've heard the same thing about Indiana Jones. And I already told you that I believe a long time ago during the previews of how mm-hmm. crappy the background looked like when he's on the horse and he's young Indiana Jones, they're in New York city. It it, oh. it looks so computer animated crappy. Like I, I'm, hmm. that's what I'm worried. That's what I'm worried about. I think the well, de-aging thing is going to look good on Harrison yeah. Ford. Yeah. But, other, but the background and stuff is what I'm worried about. I'm worried about the CGI of how crappy the back looks, you know, which uh, crystal scroll crystal skull screwed up because I remember seeing it in theaters. I remember the first time I saw it in theaters. And of course the very opening scene is the groundhog coming out of the little hole and, yeah. or, and it just, the, the groundhog itself was just so fake looking. And I remember thinking that and, and it's funny, but but that that's actually a great segue um, into my thoughts so far on Crystal Skull. Um, I haven't written as many down, but do the refrigerator. I mean, is there? You know, let's say, let's suspend disbelief and say that We've that talked refrigerator about this before. I, I think hey, let's say it wouldn't get vaporized. Let's just say let's just say it wouldn't get vaporized. Let's just say he'd survive right. the radiation. But it got blown miles and miles and miles. He bounced around in that thing. Dude, he would be like a scrambled egg in that thing when it opened. I mean, I mean that's the bottom you know, line. There wasn't much space for him to move, though, so who's to say? Uh, he didn't just brace I himself. I mean, old man, 60s. I, you know. I'm not saying you're wrong, but you have to suspend a little bit of belief, Colin. It's a movie. 
it's you know you gotta see you gotta see the cool tie-ins of the you know atomic bomb trials and all that crap it's uh, you know look crystal skull was a miss it was i mean that's just there, there's that's just all there is to it, really. Honestly, I mean, I'm I'm really I'm, anxious I'm to see. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in a very very long time, if ever since the theaters. So, oh wow. When I do when I do get to it, my point of watching all these is I want the boys to watch them all. So we go to watch Dial of Destiny. Uh, I hate to I hate to do that to just go to a movie. It's like a fifth installment, and then have no clue about the other movies. Sure. So, uh, but uh, so we're rewatching them all. And uh, we've got two more left, and then we'll go see Dial of Destiny. But um, I, I, Crystal Skull, they just, I don't know why they felt like they had to give him a sidekick. They did know too, I get you're it. About, you're talking about Mutt? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I guess because he was so old, I, I guess, you know. Uh, I well, and they they kind of set it up. I, I mean, if you remember, they kind of set it up a little bit for Mutt to kind of take over. But you, you got to yeah. remember, you well, got to remember though, this is before Shia had his meltdown. So yeah, the the fall of Shia LaBeouf. Man, oh man, it's just heartbreaking. Um, but another thing that, and this this really 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 bugged me, and this is just a personal pet peeve of mine. Um, right after they decontaminate him from his uh, radiation adventure, he says the term nuclear, and that just crawls on me so bad. I'm like, this is Indiana Jones. He's a college professor. I do not believe in a million years he would pronounce the word nuclear as nuclear. I just don't think he would. It just completely crawls all over me. He, he says He says the word nuclear. Like nuclear, which is not how you pronounce nuclear or nuclear. Sorry, <laughs> it's not how you pronounce it. Wow, what? that that upsets it's, you. It does, dude. It's a huge pet peeve of mine, and yeah, it just it, I just feel like I feel like he might as well be a mouth breather if he's going to say the word nuclear. Kind of like people that say salmon, salmon. That really bugs me. I, you I know, mean, their words are pronounced different ways, though, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Not those words. Nuclear. There's only one way you should uh, pronounce it. Nuclear. Oh, there's no okay. extra U in it. There's no extra. And salmon is salmon. It's salmon. It's always been salmon. The only time you ever say salmon is if you're talking about salmon rusty because that's a proper noun name. Uh, but salmon. The fish is a salmon, and it's Valentine's, not Valentimes. And just oh my gosh, dude, I could go on for hours over all this but oh well instead of instead of doing that let's do this real quick i've got something set up for you <laughs> all right go um on. i wanted to i wanted to give you uh with your brain being on such a little sleep i wanted to give you a little seinfeld quiz okay? oh okay all right yeah bring it on this, this is 10 questions they say it's average but the average score is six out of ten so you gotta i'm gonna that. do really bad all i'm right. gonna do really bad i'll try okay Hit me. well uh, a lot of it's multiple. A lot of it's multiple choice, and the re- right. the way you remember character names and stuff, you should be fine. All right, you ready? Well, don't don't, don't give me the multiple George... choice. Don't don't give me the multiple choice until I ask for it. How's that? So that'll that'll be your hint. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so that'll right? be my hint. Yeah, right. that'll be my hint. What is the name of George's convict girlfriend? What are my choices? <laughs> <laughs> Already that a long time. Already, yeah. Oh, okay, you, are you ready? Let me read mm-hmm. all of them, and then you tell me the name, okay? Because we have a little bit of a pause between us. So yeah, uh, Audrey, 
Tara, Celia, or Susan? Is it Celia? Uh, you tell me. What's your answer? I'm going to go with Celia because I know it's not Susan. I'll go with Celia. Okay. All right. Uh, in episode 16. Wait, was that right or wrong? I, I, to, I can't tell you until oh, the you end. Tell me I the end? submit okay. the whole thing. Gotcha. Okay. In episode 16, what movie do they never make it to see? Oh my gosh, this is really irritating me. I'm really irritated. Okay, what are my choices? There, no, there are no choices. It's, oh, it's five no. words. Is what it, this uh, is a fill the blank. Five words. Do you, do you know it? I thought it was Death Blow, but they do see yeah, I was say Blow. Death Blow. Uh, uh, <laughs> they don't, where but, they don't kill uh, you for who you are, but for different reasons altogether. This is the one <laughs> from the Chinese restaurant episode. Okay. Um... Man, supposed I don't to go want... see. I don't either. So you want to leave it blank? I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Dang. All right, all right. Yeah, that's well. Okay, that's fine. It's just question two. Who right. leaves a smell in Jerry's car? <laughs> Why do I not remember this? Uh, give me wow. some choices. I know. Uh, all right, Newman, Putty, Kramer. Or valet. I mean, valet is such a random answer. I'm going to go with that one. My first instinct yeah, was Newman. Absolutely... You don't remember that, really? That that's the valet stunk the car up, and then he gets to go back to the restaurant to make him pay for the dry cleaning or whatever. Yeah, that and... sounds that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Right. Man, this is another hard one right here. You ready? Oh, jeez. Okay. What's the reporter's name that outed Jerry and George? Barbara. Sharon, Rachel, or Jane? I'm gonna say Jane. I think that's right. Uh, which of Jerry's friends ends up working at Kenny Rogers Roasters? Oh, Kramer! Uh, no, don't tell. Don't Rust, tell me. Hold on. Rust, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Uh, no, it ain't. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Oh my gosh! I can. I can see him. I can see him. Uh. That's not going to be good for business. That's not going to be good for anybody. Um, yep. yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, hit me with the names, dude. I know once I hear it, I'll know it. Okay, ready? Hold on. Yeah. Kramer, Rusty, mm -hmm. Jack, or Seth? Seth. Okay. Which company is Kramer striking against in episode 166? What are my choices? Oh, you don't know that? No. Uh, Kenny Rogers Roasters, H and H Bagels, Central Perk, or Bagel Hut? Probably H and H Bagels, right? Yes. Okay. What What do George's parents celebrate instead of Christmas? Oh, Festivus. That's easy. There you go. I got. I got to type that one in. Who oh. unwittingly gets Antonio the busboy fired? Choices. Jerry, Newman, Kramer, or George? I want to say George. I don't know that one. <laughs> that is right. Okay. What, or I'm sorry, who left the keys in Jerry's car that, that caused it to get stolen? Kramer. That's not 
That's not an option. Okay, what's George... my options? <laughs> jo- jo- George, Jerry, Jack, or Sid? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know who Jack and Sid are. Um, so let's go with Sid. <laughs> Sid parks the cars outside. So, I, I, you know, oh, what okay. famous actress plays Jerry's? Okay, ready? What famous actress plays Jerry's wife in order to get a discount on dry cleaning? You should know this. Uncle Leo finds them and they like, he's like, you got married, you know, and his mom and dad call. What are you? Don't be looking it up now. What are you doing? I'm not. Was it de- <laughs> oh. oh, no, you're going to get this wrong. Do you have choices? Yeah, but I, I you shouldn't have to have choices. Uh, I'm le- like, I'm leaning towards, uh, well, I'm leaning towards Deborah messing, but I don't think that's right. Go no. ahead. What do you got? What do you got? Courtney Cox, Terry Hatcher, Lori Laughlin, or Kathy Griffin? Lori Laughlin. No. Oh. Yeah, that's not right. You said Lori. Uh, okay, it's Courtney Cox. I oh, see. I don't remember her even being on there. Really? Like that's the that's the only episode she's on. And like, okay, so you got Celia Wright. Yeah. The movie that they would never make it to see from the Chinese restaurant was called. Plan nine from outer space. Oh, okay. You got number three, right? Which is who smells up the car. Okay. Number four was the reporter's actual name was Sharon, not Jane. Dang. You got number five, right? Uh, Seth is the one that works at Kenny Rogers Roasters. Number six, you got right. H&H Bagels. Number seven, Festivus. Number eight, George was the one who got the busboy fired. Number nine was Sid, the guy that he, he parked. He was the black guy that parked the cars out in the street. You remember that? And George took over for him when he needed a job. Sid went on oh, vacation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. They were, fil- they were filming the Woody Allen movie. Okay. These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> uh, and then number 10 was Courtney Cox. You wouldn't have got it right, but you got a seven out of 10. So you did a, you did above average. Better than average. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's fine. I'll take right, it. I got, I got, I got, I got one more. And this was just, this is just called, uh, this is just called TV trivia for experts. And you're an expert. Oh, so here okay, I'll try. You ready? I'll try. Yep. It's multiple. It's multiple choice. Most people okay. get six out of 10. Again, you got seven out of 10. So you're above average. Okay. I can do this. For five cons- you ready? For five consecutive seasons, American Idol captured the honor of finishing the number one rated show in television. During the first season, who won the competition of American Idol? Guarini did, didn't he? Justin Guarini? Mm. Here's your choices. Really? Ruben Studdard. No, that was season two. Ready? Kelly Clarkson, Clay Aiken, or Carrie Underwood? It was either oh well Kelly Clarkson then I I didn't remember I couldn't remember if she came in second or first but it was between her and Justin Guarini, who is now a little All sweet right. on the Dr Pepper commercials which is so weird to me. But, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, isn't that funny? That. A lot of people don't. All yeah, right. that's Justin Guarini. Number two. Okay. During the twentieth century, which number one rated show received the all-time highest average rating for a season? Gunsmoke, the cause. Be show all in the family or I love Lucy. I'm gonna say Gunsmoke. 
Uh, that's a, I mean, that this that's got to be a guess. You know, we weren't alive during those, except for Cosby Show. Uh, number three, which game show was rated as the number one television program from '99 to 2000? The first game show to have such a rating since the 1950s. All right. Who wants to be 99 a millionaire? 2000. That's right. Well, that's, that's the choice. Okay. Yeah, the weakest that. link. Who wants to be a millionaire? Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune? You're, okay, I got you. You're happy yeah, who with your answer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Final answer. Final answer. Final answer. Is that your final answer? Okay, Don't ready? Regis. The Cosby Show virtually dominated the TV ratings throughout the later part of the 1980s, winning the Nielsen ratings top position for five consecutive seasons. During the 1990s season, who was the lead character on the series that tied the Cosby show for the coveted number one end of the season rating? Was it Roseanne, Doogie Hauser, Murphy Brown, or Cheers? I'm going to say Cheers. I'm going to say Cheers. Okay. I'm currently watching that, by the way. I've never, I had never seen an episode, and I'm like almost two seasons deep now. <laughs> It's really sad that you waited this long to, to watch a yeah. probably one of the anyway. top, top 10 sitcoms of all time, probably. It's pretty uh, good. I think Go it was ahead, my sorry. top five, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. okay. For the television season, 2001 to 2002, Friends was the top-rated television series. During one season, Ross Geller was often seen with his pet monkey, what did he refer to the monkey as his name? Shelly, Jinxie, Marcel, or Dexter? Oh, Marcel. Okay, that is that is correct. For the 1996, 1997, and 1998-1999, ER finishes the top-rated show. Which hospital served as the backdrop for the highly-rated medical series? County General Hospital, University of Chicago Hospital, Cook County Hospital, or Rampart Emergency Hospital? He's the thinking, one with folks. Chi- yeah, the one with Chicago in the name. Um, University of Chicago? Gosh, that doesn't sound right, but yeah, let's try that. Okay. For 2000 to 2001, Survivor... Ended as the top-rated show. Which isolated location served as the setting for the season's competition? Borneo, the Amazon, Africa, or Australia? This is season for season one. Yep, uh, Borneo. Okay, three out of four of these highly-rated television programs took the top on top honors for five seasons. Which show only won in four seasons as the top-rated show? 60 Minutes, All in the Family, I Love Lucy, or Cosby Show? Well, you know the Cosby Show is not it because they said it, it was five. Hmm. I guess Lucy. Okay. Number nine. All of the series listed below were at some point rated as the top TV back-to-back. Which series went on to score a third season as the highest-rated show? Beverly Hillbillies, Laverne and Shirley, 
Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In or Bonanza? I guess I'm going to go with Bonanza. Okay. Last question. According to Nielsen, which single television event ranked as the most watched program in the U.S. during the 20th century? Super Bowl 17, Dolphins versus Redskins, Super Bowl 16, 49ers versus Bengals, the the final episode of MASH, or Dallas Who Shot JR episode? I'm going to say the MASH finale. I think you're right on that. Let's see what your answers are. Okay. You were right about Kelly Clarkson. Okay. The correct answer for the highest average rating for a season was I Love Lucy. You said Gunsmoke. Dang it. Okay. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? You got that right. Ooh. You said it was Cheers in 1990, but it was actually Roseanne. Oh, okay. Marcel was the monkey's name. You were your your inkling on the ER hospital was right. It was not Chicago. It was County General. Uh-huh. The 2000-2001 season of Survivor was not Borneo. It was Australia. And so the first season was in Australia? An average of 30 million viewers turned. No, this just, I don't think. The 2000-2001 was the second season. Oh, well, if it, oh, see, if I'd have known it was the second season, because I was going to say they called the second season Australia, but they didn't call the first season anything. So I think the first season was in Borneo. Maybe that was my fault or not. Okay, shoot. All right. All right. Three out of four of the highly rated shows. You said I Love Lucy. It was actually 60 Minutes. Shoot. You got Bonanza correct, and you got MASH correct. So you actually got a 5 out of 10. I suck. But I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you, the, I'll, give, I'll give you the Survivor one because you are a Survivor nut. And that would have given you 6, which would have made you average, Colin. Womp, womp, womp. I'm, I'm fine with average. <laughs> I'm fine with average. I'll take it. You'll take, you'll take it. Better than below average. You'll take average. You know? Uh, well, cool. Hey, so is, we that, are, is that our show? Was that our show? Yeah. Or you say we, something else? One last thing: we are uh, we're ten weeks away from football. Pretty Ooh, sad. you know what? I kind of am, man, because all the XFL stuff kind of really got me got my my engine purring a little bit over football. So yeah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna really try to watch it and keep so up. Who's with gonna it be this your season. team? Who's gonna be your team? I think I'm gonna have to go with Green Bay, buddy. All right, bring it on, bud. We we accept all people. Because I mean, because I know, I mean, I know that even because see, well, here's here's what's kind of nice about it. So I had it narrowed down between Kansas City and Green Bay, and if I went to Kansas City now, I would 100% look like a bandwagon fan. Bandwagon. You know jumper, what? Though I've done that before. You know? It's 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 okay. You know, it's okay as long as you stay with them. You can't give up. Right. You know? uh, that's that's um, the thing. Whereas Green Bay, from what what you told me and just from what I've observed, it looks like they'll probably have a building year. Um, oh with yeah, a new quarter, with a new quarterback and everything. So, uh, so yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I, I'm I'm I think I'm gonna have to back Green Bay, honestly. My coworker at work, the uh, my buddy at work, a chance. He's gonna. He said, uh, "I've been watching. I've been watching on YouTube like all these 1996. I'm watching the full season on YouTube, which you can go back and do that." 
Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, he's like, man, what are you watching? And I said, uh, the 1996 Green Bay Packers season. And he was like, but don't you know how it turns out? I said, yeah, I know how it turns out, but that's part of the fun. I don't, I mean, I was, I was 13, 14 years old when it came out. So it's been a long, long time. I don't remember ever playing. And it's cool to see how crappy sure. TV looked back then too, by the way. Oh gosh. But, yeah. uh, it's, it's awful. Sometimes you can't even see where the ball is. You're like, Oh, you know? So anyway, uh, I'm rewatching that. And he goes, well, I need to pick an NFL team. If you're going to be watching the NFL all the time. And I said, okay, who are you going to pick? And he, he went with the Miami dolphins. So oh, hey, okay. that's okay. That's, that's all right. Uh, at least it wasn't the New York jets. Those scumbags. <laughs> so what we'll have to do, Colin, is we'll have to have like a Monday morning hangover and we'll have to go through what, what our thoughts were of the NFL game. Okay. If you're going to be on the Packers, if you're going to be with the, problem, the Packers, we can. The problem is yeah, I'm going to be working every other Sunday. So, I know, but I know. I know. I'll do my best. Well, I work, I work two Sundays out of the month too. So, you know, it, it, it would be a hassle, but we'll have to figure out something. Yeah, uh, we'll figure out something. But, but anyway, uh, yeah, and then we'll have uh, – no, we won't have Game of Thrones coming up this fall, will we? <laughs> no. It'll be like two years. <laughs> are you kidding hey, me? Uh, maybe, yeah. Uh, are you watching – did you did you get – where are you at on Succession? Oh, I haven't watched another episode since ever. It's been a long time. Oh, my gosh. All right. Listen, be listen. Fair, you went to Disney. But, well, did but, I, well, that's not why. Would you like me to tell you why? And you're going to hate me over so. this, and, and I'm probably getting a lot of flack. Keep in mind, I'm only five episodes in, but I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb. And again, this is my opinion. This is just my opinion. I think it's kind of boring. Ooh, I know. Okay, I'm I'm not done with it. I'm not done with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna watch some more, but just five episodes in, I think it's kind of slow. Uh, personally, just just you know. I mean, it's. I will say I'll 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 say this. It's not for everybody. Well, I'll tell you what, though, Jim Jim Stones, man. Oh gosh, righteous Jim Stones, dude. That show is crazy. I watched uh, I watched this recent week's episode, and I, I my buddy Adam was telling me he goes, "Have you watched Jim Stones yet?" And I said, "No, not yet." Is Baby Billy in it? And he goes, "A little bit, not yet." He goes, "Oh wait, there he is." He, no, he goes, "Oh wait, there he is." And I go, "Well, then it's a good episode then, because <laughs> that dude." I mean, I don't care if he's in it for 30 seconds. That dude makes the entire episode in the amount of time he's on the screen. And I hope <laughs> they never get rid of him. If they do, it'll be a sad, sad day for the Gemstones show. But, it, it, man, when he goes up, did you – you seen this week's? Yeah, I'm all caught up, yeah. The Pistol and Robe uh, Society or whatever you call it. <laughs> the the the, yeah, the, the, cape, the cape and, the cape and pistol, or cape and pistol, right? Yeah. Yeah, cave and pistol. Sorry, and uh, he, he he's outside, kind of he's outside sulking, and all of a sudden he goes, "Hey, boy, hey, boy!" <laughs> he comes, he comes like walking up like an old man. He goes, "Get me in this society in here." And he goes, "He goes, you gosh dang Harry Potter wannabe." <laughs> well, the thing about so and, this is what's funny. I I, and I was talking to my mom about this. the The show, I feel like the show, uh, the showrunners like. I don't know if they either just really like baby Billy or they really like Walton Goggins because they literally last week's episode, not this week's episode, last week's episode gave him an entire song to sing. Like at a full song too. from beginning to end, it was this entire song. And I mean, it just there dude, that... will come a payday. Hallelujah. <laughs> what a payday. Yeah. 
and it's on, it's on apple music too did you know that oh that's so funny um well and the one thing that i was that i'm really interested because in, as, as goofy as a show as that is as the craziest stuff that happens they could still kind of tap into some emotional stuff at the end of some of these episodes um you mean like the mom the mom hologram thing well, no, but I mean, like, like, like last week, like last week, whenever uh, they finally embraced the cousins, and they had some kind of song going in the background, everybody, and, you know, and Eli going to his to his sister and helping her clean up the church, and and it's like, so it's like, wow, there's, I'm feeling some emotions, and then like, even like you said, this week, I'm, I was feeling some emotions at the end of that one, and I was like, it's so weird, it's such a goofy ass show. Could make you feel like nothing this. brings people together <laughs> like baby Billy Bible bonkers. That's just that, that, that's that's the family that brings families together. Baby Billy Bible bonkers. Let that roll isn't around that your just, mouth a little bit. Isn't, isn't that just the isn't that just the same thing as Family Feud? No, it's baby Billy Bible bonkers. He <laughs> goes, baby Billy Bible bonkers. He goes, yeah, let that roll around in your mouth a little bit. It feels good, don't it? It feels good, don't it? What do you think they're going to do with that uh, hologram of Amy Lee? What do you think is going to come of that? Uh, he's going to end up distancing himself from his sister and brother, and like it's going to make his dad probably mad. Probably. Uh, Wait, are you talking about I, Jesse? I will? Are you saying they... Jesse will? Who are you saying? Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Jesse's all about Jesse, and he's. But the thing is, though, is he's not wrong in this situation. The three of them are not cut out to run that church. Oh, know? absolutely not. Uh, Which I'm getting. Would... I'll ahead. tell you what. I, I'll tell you. I, 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 I tell you what I am getting tired of, and you might not agree with me, or you probably will jump right on board. I, I can't tell which way you're going to go on this, but yeah. I'm really getting tired of the Kelvin and Keith uh, relationship. I'm getting tired of it. There, man, it's 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 hit or miss with me. Um, it's so weird. It's such a weird aspect of that show. Um, well, like, it was I think funny. I, it was funny at first. Yeah, I think I think Kelvin is really funny. You know, just Adam Devine, the character. I think he's pretty funny. Like, yeah. um, well, like when they all had their guns out at the at the dinner or at the breakfast and, or lunch or whatever, and he's like, and he he gets his fork out. You know, and Keith's got his finger guns up, and yeah. uh, and Kellen turns around and says, "When did everybody get guns?" <laughs> and of I like course, it too. I I like it too when BJ goes, "Why did he come up there and bonk my nose?" He goes, "Probably because he determined you were the weakest person at the table." <laughs> Poor BJ, dude. I feel so bad for BJ. He's pitiful. And He's pitiful. Baby Billy's going. Baby Billy's going around the table. And he goes, "Who wants to play Baby Billy Bible Bonkers?" And he, he's going around the table. And he goes, and BJ's like raises. His hand. He goes, "Not you. You ain't family. <laughs> you ain't family. <laughs> Not you. And when, uh, he goes, you ain't family." He goes, "You you a freak or whatever. Like, you a freak." He just he talks like he talks like Elvis if he was still alive. Yeah. You know, he's like Yeah. He's he, they're sitting there, they're at uh they're at Zion whenever Jesse goes to him in the episode at the end of this episode, and he goes, mm. him and him and uh him and his son are sipping out of that coconut. He goes, Well, well, well. He's like, look who came along. He goes, it's, it's your, if it ain't your favorite cousin. Oh I'm, man! I'm telling you, dude, he makes that show. I'm, I'm telling you. When, I hate uh, that the I hate that the Montgomerys. I hate that the Montgomerys aren't on the level. I was really, I was really kind of liking them, and I was hoping they were legit. Ah, they might end up being, but they're. I just keep thinking they're going to kill off uh, uh, John Goodman. Eli. 
that that'd be a yeah. shame, dude. He's like the most straight played character on the show. But man, is he weak looking or what? Like he is so because like, he lost all that because he lost all that yes. weight. Yeah, he, yeah, I agree. He's only. Like I think he's only like sixty eight years old, but man, he is feeble looking. Like, like yeah. uh, I don't know if they meant to do it or not, but you can actually see when they're at that dinner table before they point the guns at him. Mm-hmm. He his hand is like shaking, holding the water. Like he takes a drink of water and like as he puts it back down, his hand is shaking. No, I didn't notice. Huh. I, I don't know if that was like intention, you know, in, intended to be that way, or if it was just like a accident of catching him actually being, you know. As weak as hmm. he is, but anyway, now I don't know. No, it's a anybody that's not watching the uh, Righteous Gemstones is really hurting themselves from material. It is, I mean, it's man, it's vulgar, vulgar, vulgar. Yeah, it's, it's not for the um, easily offended. That's that's for sure. No, it's not you're for the absolutely offended. right about that. Yeah, it's like it's sexual and it's. And you really kind of have to, you have to be able to laugh at Christianity a little bit too. I mean, here's my take, take on that as a Christian. Here's my take on that. I I am able to look past it because I believe they're truly making a mockery of TV evangelists, which I think is a mockery to religion. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. that's the way I, that's the way I get past it and ignore all the bull crap is because I look at it as they're making fun of those TV evangelists that, that literally no, no joke at all. Rob old people of their money. You oh know? yeah. Uh, it's a, and next week is going to be a big, to do about that because they have the Y2K they're going to flash back and show the Y2K uh oh they're going to they're going to show Y2K kits that the gemstones made for people to buy i mean it's absolute robbery you know yeah. uh they've made their fortune on people's beliefs which is sad you know yeah. uh but anyway no it's a it, besides all that negative stuff it is a funny 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 show I mean, dude, tell me you weren't just cracking up when they were all throwing them shoes at that minister meeting. Yeah. Oh, man. And then people just get hit right in the nose with these shoes and stuff. That, first of all, first of all, the three the three gemstone siblings are idiots. They're all just idiots, which I know is the point of the show. 100%. But, oh, man. I mean, them all throwing them shoes, is just that just cracks me up. That was so funny. And but, the ba- baby Billy we're talking about, he grew up with his sister, and they were a famous uh, Christian duo that sang songs and did performances. And she dies, and baby Billy is left behind at the the old family, you know, <laughs> the family land or whatever. And he's like seventy, he's like seventy years old, but it's played by Walton Goggins, <laughs> and it's just oh gosh, he's like got that bleached white hair. It's so great, man. <laughs> baby Billy bought Bible bonkers. It sounds just like the family feuds, baby Billy. He's like, no, y'all listening? (laughs) Are y'all listening? Y'all listening? (laughs) Yeah, he's got that. He's got that. He's got that uh, wand or whatever. He starts like he goes, I'm still y'all's uncle. You know, he starts. He starts like swatting at him and stuff. Oh Um, man, great! I I rewatched all of it, getting ready for season three, and I just forgot all that stuff. It was so good. I remember thinking at the end of season one. Because they mentioned a bunch of different cousins and stuff that they had. I said, my gosh, they could have a different sibling every season as, you know, a a protagonist or antagonist or whatever. And um, have you watched any uh, or are you going to watch Dead City? We have. We're we're, we're on. We're caught up. We're a week ahead. Do you like it or? Is it good? At, um... It's just the same old crap again, dude. I mean, uh, I, we we are we are enjoying the show. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like uh, it's kind of like that uh, Spider Man Spider Verse talk. I, I like the show. Okay, yeah. 
but they have beat us to death with this like good guy good guy bad guy thing like where a bad guy has started a community and he's a horrible person and they've got to overthrow him and oh. it's same thing so what the premise have you, are, have you not watched it no i haven't watched it. i mean the premise is they steal herschel right and then they have to go okay. get him well well but but there's it's i'll give you a little bit more of a synopsis than that so negan this guy is a descendant of Negan as far of as far as he was in the Savior's group. Mm-hmm. And excuse me, for whatever reason, he's taken Herschel and he's trying to ask Herschel about Negan. Why would Herschel know anything about Negan? You know, like because by the time Herschel had a like kind of memory, Negan was already gone, you know? Yeah. So whatever, dude. It's it's kind of this this the premise of it's kind of stupid. But now Negan and Maggie are together trying to go get Herschel. And Maggie will not get over the Glenn thing. I mean, it's been over a decade. Get over it. I mean, like, <laughs> Negan Negan is different now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's not, he's not the savior Negan anymore. He's just the regular dude, Negan, that still has bad intentions sometimes. Yeah, but, but you but, also got to think though he did he did beat her husband to death in front of him with a baseball bat. I and mean, he's also you know, he's also saved her community and her yeah. life multiple times too. That's that's true. That's true. People too. change. Right. I I get it. You never forget, but you got to forgive at some point. And she is just not going to do it. I, I see the series ending with either her letting him die or him being like, "It's okay, Maggie." you could finally get your revenge or something like that. You know, like I see Negan dying somehow, but I also don't see him dying for the money factor of they can come back and do it again sometime. Well, you he's know? got a lot. He's got a big fan base. He does have a really big oh, fan, he's got base a huge now. fan base, but, so. they, but, but, but it's, it's an all right show. It's worth, it's worth checking out, especially if you're not a hardcore walking dead, because if you're not hardcore, it's new to, it's new to you, you know, sure. like it's, the, it's, it's fresh, but they're beating me to death with all this zombie stuff. It's time to end it, you know. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a shot. I, I started to watch it last night, but I didn't have a. I was having really a lot of issues with my internet and stuff. So, um, but anyway, all right. Well, man, uh, I guess we'll call the show on that. Uh, as always, thank you everybody to, for listening. Um, do you have any shout outs or anything? I don't really have any. I haven't talked to anybody since we recorded last. Uh, no, people are just glad to have the show back, and they they said well, good. You're, very, you're very naive on your Genie Plus stance, but that's well, okay. I'm, I'm, I might be. Uh, but anyway, so, all right, well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, everybody and, and please, you know, give us feedback, email Ben and Colin show dot, uh, uh, at gmail.com. Uh, we, uh, we're still on Twitter. I don't really check that very much. Um, and then mine and Ben's Facebook pages, I guess we, do we need to get a Facebook business page set up like just for the show you think, or I don't know. We'll look into that. It don't matter. But, um, but anyway, just comment on that or whatever, or just talk to me or a bit in person if you know us personally. Um, I know that your coworkers will talk to you, so uh, you know, just just talk to us. But again, thank you, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you guys next time. No joke. No joke. No joke. No, oh, I don't wow. have a joke this time. I don't have a joke this time. I I deleted. Honestly, I had some saved on my phone, but I transferred all my photos, so no joke. <sighs> Oh, well, what I got one then. What do you call, oh, okay. uh, what do you call two doctors? I have no idea. A paramedics. Oh, gosh. <laughs>
pretty good, actually. I gotta like that one. All right, good deal. That's our show. Bye.